Hello, hello my beautiful people and welcome or welcome back to the Authentically Blue podcast. The time is 12.47. I just finished recording the other episode and I just got a notification on my phone saying from the fitness app saying I have completed my goal and I moved 200 times more than I did yesterday. <laughs> this is it literally says, awesome job on your move ring yesterday. Bet there's a 200% move goal award for you in the future. Mm, exciting stuff. Um, okay, I kind of got distracted there for a second. In today's episode, as you could see by the title, I'm talking about my favorites. And this is a new segment. <laughs> I have been coming up with so many new segments. It's kind of low-key insane. But here we are enjoying the podcast journey and figuring out what we like so this is a very personal one because these are just my interests this is not a topic-based episode so if you clicked on this thank you so thank you so much i just sang that and i had to edit that out but thank you so much for joining and listening and being interested in my views it's a lot i know okay let's dive in oh before we dive in where am i i am in my mom's car and I just recorded the episode that you listened to last week, which was Vision Boards. And if you didn't listen to that one, one of you, actually it's a personal friend. It's a very close friend of mine who said she would like to hear me talk about Vision Boards. Because I've been creating Vision Boards since 2017. And I'm low-key, really good at it. And most of the things on my Vision Board happened. Why didn't I say this in the previous episode? I don't know. I didn't want the episode I just recorded um, or the one that came out last week to be a very rumbly one because this one is a very rumbly episode. Um, I bet it's going to be more than an hour. I hope not because I need to go to sleep. Um, one of my New Year resolutions was to make sure I sleep early and I started a workout routine with my uncle and he told me not to say this on the podcast but here I am saying it. Um, but we're focusing more on creating on building more muscle in my body and he said sleep we looked at the different aspects of my life so like what i'm eating how much i'm resting and the type of workouts i'm doing we sorted all that out but he said sleep is very very important and i'm, I'm such a night owl i mean you guys know this if you've been listening to the podcast i literally record at 2 a.m 3 a.m 4 a.m 1 a.m because that's those are the vibes that's just who i am where am I? I think I just said I'm in my mom's car. The time is 12.50 right now. I think I rambled for three minutes. Yep, exactly three minutes. And what am I wearing? I did this in last, the last episode, but I'm only say, saying what I'm wearing because it's very comfortable. I have my favorite yellow tracksuits on and I'm wearing a dinner, which is a traditional dress on top. <laughs> and it's so comfy. It's getting kind of cold outside. The window of the car is foggy when I first came into the car it wasn't foggy but it's a vibe happy new year my people i don't know why i'm saying this again because i'm recording this on the fifth but i hope you guys have been having a beautiful year have been enjoying yourselves and have been healthy and happy so <laughs> let's dive in i'm like i can't wait to get into it because i have so much content i decided for this episode i will do how many aspects? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. How ironic. Seven elements or seven different categories. And in those seven different categories, I'm talking about seven of my favorite things in these categories. If you don't know, seven is my favorite number. How would you know? I don't think I've ever said this in the podcast, but my friends know this. I was actually having a debate with my friend um, sometime a few weeks ago and she was like, we were talking about numbers with and I was like, what's your favorite number? And she goes, seven. I was like, me too. She goes, no, your favorite number is not seven. I'm like, what do you mean? No, it is my favorite number. I'm telling you. Oh my goodness, I'm shouting. I got excited. I got excited for a second and shouted, but she says seven is not my favorite number. And I was like, what do you mean? Because I am telling you, seven is my favorite and lucky number. If it's not, two is also one of my favorite numbers, but seven there's number, no number I like like seven. Enough about my favorite number. <laughs> I talked about that so passionately. The aspects I will be discussing in this episode are number one, TV shows, songs, books, movies, YouTube channels I enjoy, webtoons I enjoy reading, and lastly, miscellaneous things. Um, let me just add something to the miscellaneous right now before I forget. 
Um, these are products I've been enjoying. I literally did it before I walked into the car. Okay, I've included, oh, not proxy, products. I'll figure it out. Okay, let me just get going. So, I think I'll be doing this segment every month or every few months because I have consumed a lot of content in my lifetime. I went through a phase, I never used to consume so much content when I was younger because when I lived with my grandparents, my grandma was strict with the TV. So, and even when I lived with my parents um, in my teenage years, they did not allow me to watch too much TV. It was like weekends, not during school time, of course. And um, they were very strict with the, with the ages for TV shows and entertainment and movies and books. So I had to be of age to watch. And most fun, amazing, cool things are 16 plus or 18 plus. So, hey, when, I don't even know why I'm saying this on a podcast, but when I was like 15 or 16, I started watching Suits. And I think Suits is, I don't think it's 18 plus. I think Suits is 18 plus. I may be wrong, but... I got into suits and rain and that's how my whole TV journey started. So there is a lot to unpack and talk about. But I thought I would do, because this is the first of the segment, I thought I would do everything. And then I think I'll do, so each month I would do, let's say, books or TV shows. That is the plan. And I've always wanted to like review things because entertainment is something I'm sh- I'm so passionate about. Like, Okay, not entertainment specifically. I am a passionate person by nature. And like I, when I'm excited about something, I really want the people I love and care about to experience these things because I'm like, this is amazing. This is cool. You have to experience this too. My God, we're seven minutes in and I'm still rumbling. Um, This is why it's an authentic rumbles episode. I need to stop being surprised because I know I ramble a lot. Should I make this like an unedited episode and just leave all the ums and weird talk i talk to myself in i probably will i think it'll add more more dynamic to the episode okay what was i saying yes when i am passionate about something i really want other people i love to experience the same thing and sometimes i don't realize but i come across as really overbearing and like a lot to people so i'm learning to tone down if i come across as that in the podcast you just know (laughs) i warned you from the beginning while I describe my different favorites, I'm going to give a brief explanation of them without any spoilers so you can go listen and enjoy and then I'll give my thoughts. Okay, so the first aspect is TV shows. My number one TV show, I think it's this is my top five of all time, is One Tree Hill. If you are an OG listener of the podcast, you should not be surprised. My goodness, first of all, the theme song has been my alarm for a very long time. I love the theme song. What is the show about? This show is set in the fictional town of Tree Hill in North Carolina and initially follows the lives of two half-brothers, Lucas Scott, who was acted by Chad Michael Murray, and Nathan Scott, James Lafferty, who compete for positions on their school's basketball team and the drama that ensues from their brother's romances. And halfway through the show, there's a time jump, um, which is cool if you're into that. But even if you're not... Go watch this show. This is an amazing show. This, I think I talked about this before. This show carried me through a very difficult time in my life. I don't know. Maybe that's why I like it so much. It has that memory and sentimental, nostalgic feel to it. But it's amazing. By the way, this show was um, first came out in 2003. But it doesn't feel like a 2003 or like early 2000s show. It's very, it's very cool. They also have, this is a side note, I didn't even write this down, but I just randomly remembered. The three main girlies of this show, Sophia Bush, Hilary Burton, and Hay, not Haley, Joy. Ah, I'm forgetting her third name. This is so rude of me. <laughs> her name is Joy. Give me one moment. I'm going to find it right now. Um, okay, while I find her name... um. I'm going to fill in the void of the podcast and say, um, I was like looking for my podcast because it's usually on my home screen, but because it's my phone is on sleep mode and I'm not sleeping, the podcast app has disappeared. Okay. So work, the podcast is called work in progress and where are you here? Okay. So yeah, (laughs) 
my bad. Work in Progress is another podcast which I'll touch on later on. It's by Sophia Bosch, one of the girlies of the show, created her own podcast called Work in Progress. And she talks about, she like interviews people. And it's a, one of my favorite podcasts of all time. That's one of the podcasts that got me into podcasting. We are not yet at the podcast part of my favorites. We're talking about TV shows. The podcast is called Drama Queens. And the girlies are Joy, Sophia, and Hillary. I forgot Joy's second name, but it's not even on here. Um, yeah, I'm forgetting her first name, but they do call her Joy, so it wasn't rude of me. <laughs> um, yeah, in their podcast of Drama Queens, they started watching the show from the beginning and they come every week and discuss their thoughts on the show and give us behind the scenes tidbits and so much cool stuff. So that's a pretty cool thing. If you want to watch the show and enjoy listening to podcasts, you can go do that. My second favorite TV show is Billions. I'm currently watching this at the moment. And it was released in 2016. I'm going to read the blurb for you now. Wealth, influence, corruption collide in this drama set in New York. Shrewd U.S. attorney Chuck Rhodes is embroiled in a high-stakes game of Predator versus Prey with Bobby Axelrod, an ambitious hedge fund king. To date, Rhodes has never lost an insider trading. He's 81 to 0. But when criminal evidence turns up against Axelrod, he proceeds with caution in building the case against Axelrod, who employs Rhodes' wife, psychiatrist Wendy, as a performance coach for his company. Wendy, who has been in her position longer than Chuck has been in his, refuses to give up her career for her husband's legal crusade against Axelrod. Both men use their intelligence, power and influence to outmaneuver the other in this battle over billions. The high-profile cast is led by Emmy winner Paul Giamatti, John Adams, who plays Chuck Rhodes. Oh my goodness. Okay, my thoughts on this TV show. This TV show was recommended by a friend of mine and he was like, if you're into suits and like legal, like high paced workplace, intelligent TV shows, this is the one for you. And I kind of put it off in the beginning because I was watching a couple of shows. See, this is the thing with me. When I'm watching TV shows, I can balance different TV shows at the same time now. Whereas before I had to watch something and finish it. So I think I went through a phase where if I find an episode too boring, I can kind of leave it and then come back to it. Whereas with books, I cannot do that. I have to read one book at a time. So with podcasts, books, um, podcasts and TV shows, I do that. I like jump around between each. I think with podcasts, it's normal to do that. But with TV shows, I know so many people who don't like mixing different shows. But I am currently watching... <laughs> six different shows at the same time and I don't watch it like I I leave long breaks between them but I'm gonna reduce it down and just watch one at a time the main reason why it's a lot like six is because they go on a break and then they come back so I have to kind of catch up on them and finish the season okay and then for that aside it took me a second to get into billions because I you know I had assignments at the time and I didn't want to start a new tv show at one point in my lecture my lecturer asked, have any of you watched Billions? And I put up my hand and said, I've watched half of it, not the whole thing, because a friend of mine recommended it and I wanted to see whether it was good. He said, that show is amazing. It explains the concept my lecturer is trying to explain perfectly, old money versus new money. And that prompted me to go watch the show. So I've been loving it ever since. I'm currently in season four and I believe it has six seasons and there's no more, like the production has stopped. The next show I'm going to talk about is called House. It was released in 2004. I started watching this, I think, December. I was looking for a TV show that I can watch um, mindlessly that's similar to like Grey's Anatomy and very chill. So House is a teaching hospital in New Jersey. Prickly genius Dr. Gregory House tackles health mysteries as would a medical Sherlock Holmes all the while playing mind games with colleagues that include his best friend, oncologist James Wilson. House is an, an, house is an acerbic infectious disease specialist who solves medical puzzles with the help of a team of young diagnosticians. Flawless instincts and unconventional thinking help earn House great respect despite his brutally honest, his brutal honesty and antisocial tendencies. I've been loving this show. It's amazing. I'm realizing I'm 18 minutes in 
and i'm talking too much so i'm going to kind of <laughs> limit my rumblings the next show that i've loved is extraordinary atony wu this was released in 2022 and it's a k drama i got into k dramas 4 years ago and i think i've only watched 5 or 6 but i can do this in another favorite episode this specific k drama is i'll read the blurb wu yang wu is a young lawyer with Asperger's syndrome. She boasts a high IQ, an impressive memory, and a wonderfully creative thought process, but she struggles with everyday interactions. It's so interesting watching this show and seeing the dynamic of someone who's struggles with everyday interactions and seeing how people get over their prejudice. I would highly recommend. The next one is the Harry and Meghan docu series. This was released in 2022. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle share details about their high-profile love story, including their early courtship and the challenges that led to their retreat from life as working royals, with a commentary from friends, family, and historians. Okay, what is my take on this series? I finished it in two days. What's interesting? I don't know whether I mentioned this in the podcast, but I moved to the UK around the time 2017. when it was announced that she was dating prince harry when it broke that she was dating prince harry and i followed the journey quite keenly because i was a huge suits fan <laughs> i don't know why i said quite like that but yeah quite keenly because i was a huge suits fan i loved suits like an insane human being and everyone in my family knew how much i actually really like megan i followed her um i still do i followed her blog the tig and i loved seeing her travel journeys i love how philanthropic she was and an activist my uncle this is a side note but i'm sure if you listen to this you know my uncle tells me i'm very woke and i don't know when he says that i'm like that sounds so negative because when people use woke the term woke on twitter or whatever it sounds very um like this young generation and their issues and whatever but i'm just someone who i can't stand I can't stand injustice and inequality. It makes my blood boil. Since before, like since I was young, I've always wanted to be like a someone who works in the humanitarian field whether it's a lawyer or um a doctor. Just I love helping people and I hate seeing people be um negative or oppress a certain group of people, whichever group it is. And sometimes it conflicts with religion or it conflicts with people in my life who really uphold certain values but I still check them and say hey they're human and you can't you know act a certain way S- that aside when I was watching the Harry I don't even know how I brought up the whole walk thing my goodness um oh Megan being philanthropic um yeah I love how philanthropic she is and when I was watching it I was telling another uncle of mine. <laughs> my mom has two brothers, so this is the other uncle. He told me like Prince Harry regretted. He hasn't watched it, but he told me he saw on the news that Prince Harry was regretting releasing the docu series and I told him I'm not going to lie, it is very driven by Megan because she really did want to get her point out there of her experience and how it was. If you watch the Oprah interview, I think it's pretty clear she was driving it, but not in a negative way. I mean, who who wouldn't want the voice or opinion heard when millions of people are judging you and treating you negatively it's horrible um i'm glad she did it i'm glad they did too i know he regretted sharing too much about the family side of it but there's always i said this i was telling a few friends of mine when the whole Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter and Joshua Bassett drama ensued there's always three sides to a story there's my side there's <laughs> look at me adding myself to the drama let's say i have an issue with someone there's my side of the story what i believe happened and what what triggered me how i viewed it there's the other person's side what triggered them how they saw it and then there's what actually happened so there's always three sides to a story it's never um there's no side that's ever perfect or true and we can never ever know the true aspect of an event especially an event that occurs privately but of course people love to judge that aside i'm glad she talked about this and shared i was just checking the time i was checking the time because it's currently 1:12 okay i need to keep going i'm glad she talked about it and said what they needed to say especially because she was silenced for a very long time and they did not protect her you cannot tell me any different we all know what happened to princess diana anyway go watch the show <laughs> and enjoy i 
I remember saying I won't give spoilers and I had to check myself and be like, did I give too much away? But I think it's pretty obvious on the stuff they touch on if you haven't already seen it around social media. The next show I'm going to talk about is White Lotus. This is released in 2021. I, the, okay, I'm not going to lie. The reason why I watch this show is because another show I really like is The Bold Type and I'll touch on that in the next favorites. But I was on TikTok and you know those edits of TV shows? It popped up on my For You page and one of the people in that scene was a girl I really love from The Bold Type and I was like, oh my God, Saturn is here. If you know, if you've watched The Bold Type, it's Saturn I'm talking about. And I was like, oh my God, Saturn is here. I'm going to, I know it's all Saturn. It's just the person who act her, Megan. So I was like, I'm going to go watch this show because... I want to see what happens and what it's about. But other people watch it because it's a viral video that went around with, I think it's called Theo James. I don't even know who that guy is. Do not get mad at me. But I believe he's a famous actor, but I haven't watched the movies he's in. I started watching the show and it took me a second to get into it because you know what? You're in a mood for a specific show and the show just doesn't quite capture your mood. So that happened in the beginning. But after episode three, my goodness, I was like, I was invested. I loved it and I really enjoyed it. The blurb of the show is an old star cast head to a resort and unleash their worst, most privileged impulses. The series is a sharp social satire following the exploits of various guests and employees of the fictional White Lotus Resort chain whose stay becomes affected by their various dysfunctions. A week in the life of vacationers is unraveled as they relax and rejuvenate in paradise. With each passing day, a darker complexity emerges in these picture-perfect travellers and the hotel's cheerful employees and the idyllic locale itself. The next show I have, which is the last one, is 911. I'm not going to lie, if, I, if you had to pick one show from what I just mentioned, I would definitely recommend 911. So, 911, Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchuk, I don't know if I'm saying this name correctly, and Tim Miner reimagine the procedural drama with 911. This series explores the high pressure experiences of first responders, including police officers, firefighters, and dispatchers, who are thrust into the most frightening, shocking, and heart-stopping situations. These emergency responders must try to balance saving those who are at their most vulnerable with solving the problems in their own lives. The show draws from real-life high-pressure experiences of first responders who regularly face heart-stopping situations that are often unpredictable, intense, and uplifting at the same time. My goodness, I came across this show because I was watching a YouTube video and someone said they're watching this. I was like, oh, I'm just a curious, nosy person. So I was like, let me go see what the show is about. And thank goodness I did. The show is so lighthearted. I absolutely love the characters. The writing of the show is very, it's like the perfect show to put on after you've had a stressful day at work or you've come back from work or school and just want to relax and kind of mindlessly watch something and kind of escape for a moment. Watching shows and certain things and reading books and entertainment is a beautiful way to escape because you're going into other people's worlds and I really love it. So this show is very lighthearted. I love the characters. They, then of course there's the emotional connection. I love it. The emotional connection between the characters and the way it comes through and different people, how they handle the emotions, deal with the emotions and interact. It's a lovely relaxing show. Last thing I'll say about this is the music. The music is heavenly. And I love music, so enjoy. Okay, moving on to movies. Recently, I've been loving early 2000 movies. Movie number one is Up in the Air. This was released in 2009. And I'll read the blurb. An idea from a young new co-worker, who is Anna Kendrick, would put an end to the constant travel of corporate downsizer Ryan Bingham, who is George Clooney. So he takes her on a tour to demonstrate the importance of face-to-face -face meeting with those that they must fire. While mentoring his colleague, he arranges hookups with another frequent flyer, Vera Varmiga, and his developing feelings for the woman prompt him to see others in a new light. Oh my goodness, I saw this movie on Netflix and when I picked it, I kind of, I saw George Clooney and I was kind of curious. I was like, okay, let me see what this is about. I'm not going to lie. But I'm grateful I did because he acted it extremely well. It was very um, old generation. When new people, when young people act like they know better than the old people, like older people. Older? Yeah, like older in terms of age. 
I hesitated because I had an experience with someone where I was explaining something to my aunt and she goes, what do you mean older? That sounds so rude. And I was like, I didn't mean it like that. But you know what I mean. Someone who's um, younger and they act like they know it all. So this is a nice balance of that. And also the aspect of him trying to figure out his love life and feelings is also an interesting thing. So if you want a lovely movie to watch, I would recommend this one. Another one I watched is The Runaway Bride. This was released in 1999. I'm going to read the blurb before I dive into what I think. Having already left three grooms at the altar, Maggie Carpenter, who was portrayed by Julia Roberts, is branded the runaway bride by jaded city journalist Graham, who was portrayed by Richard Gere. My goodness, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this name correctly, but you know. But after his facts are called into question... Ike races to Maggie's hometown to save his reputation and report on her upcoming fourth trip down the aisle. Down the aisle, during which he's convinced she'll run again. Though he's on there on a muckracking mission, Ike can't help but fall for this breathtaking heartbreaker. Oh my god, this show was like. Okay, one second, my leg is numb. This show was absolutely insane to me. <laughs> I mean, this movie was absolutely insane to me. Um, there's something about early 2000 and late n- the late 90s movies. I love how um, there's some there's a simplicity to it that really comes across. I don't know whether it's the actors or the director or the writers or the the way the camera ma- the camera people do their job, but there's just there's just something about early 2000 movies and this movie does it perfectly i also really like movies that julia roberts is in she's an amazing actress the next one is made in manhattan this is hands down one of my top five favorite movies and it was in 2002 i'm gonna read the blurb for you the story of marisa ventura who is portrayed by jennifer lopez a single mother born and bred in the boroughs 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 in the borough of boroughs of new york city I hesitated because in the UK we say borough, but I've never heard it. I've never heard it in like its plural form, boroughs. Anyway, um, a single mother born and bred in the boroughs of New York City who works as a maid in a first class Manhattan hotel. By a twist of fate and mistaken identity, Marissa meets Christopher Marshall, who is portrayed by Ralph Phineas, heir to a political dynasty, who believes that she is a guest at the hotel. Fate steps in and throws the pair together for a magical night of romance. When Marissa's true identity is revealed, the two find that they are worlds apart. Ooh, this show. I first watched it, I think, um, a couple of years ago. And a family, a cousin of mine actually recommended this one. And she is someone who really loves movies. And I'm always like, so this is at the point, I know I mentioned earlier I didn't watch TV as much. But when I, when I started watching TV more, I would watch series and not movies. Um, I don't know why, which is a weird thing because movies, movies are like quick and easy to watch. So I would have potentially um, not been caught. But then TV shows are like long, but they're like only 40 or 45 minutes or 30 sometimes. I don't know. The math is not my thing, but here we are. So she would like introduce all these early 2000 movies for me. And it was an amazing time. I guess I was meant to experience that like a burst of like, a burst of early 2000 shows and enjoy them so um the next movie i have is deadpool 2016 i watched this a few days ago with my brother wade wilson who is portrayed by ryan reynolds is a former special forces operative who now works as a mercenary his world comes crashing down when evil scientist ajax who is portrayed by ed skerin tortures and his figures and transforms him into deadpool the rogue experiment leaves Deadpool with accelerated healing powers and a twisted sense of humor with the help of mutant allies, Colossus and Negasonic teenage warhead who is portrayed by Brianna Hildebrand. Deadpool uses his skills to hunt down the men who nearly destroyed his life. I really like shows that Ryan Reynolds are in. I find his sense of humor in real life and the characters he tends to go for are very interesting. That's what I'm going to say. The next movie I have is Intergalactic. And this was released in 2022. 
Intergalactic is the eighth studio album by American musician Kid Cudi. The album was issued on September 30th, 2022 by Republic Records and Cudi's Wicked Awesome imprint. The album was released alongside its visual component, an adult animated special of the same name, starring Cudi, exclusively on Netflix. Um, I won't say too much about this one because I don't know how to explain it without spoilers. But I really enjoyed the cartoon element and the music. The music was amazing. I know I said I like music, but this this show explains it really well. Um, this show portrays it really well, should I say. So go watch and enjoy. Um, the next movie I have is West Side Story. This was released in 2021. And this is a musical, I would say. I am not someone who's been into musicals ever. Like the only musical I've ever enjoyed is High School Musical. And High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> I had to say it. This, I'm going to read the blurb for you. Love at first sight strikes when young Tony sports Maria at a high school dance in 1957 in New York City. Their burgeoning, wow, I really can't pronounce these words, romance helps to fuel the fire between the wearing jets and sharks, two rival gangs vying for control of the streets. This, um, this, I watched this musical in June, I think, was it before or after my birthday? Probably before, yeah, before my birthday, I was like excited to be coming to Kenya at the time, and... I literally texted one of my close friends. I was like, hey, I am not into musicals, but you need to watch this musical. She hates musicals, so I don't know why I did that. But as I said, I like sharing things with people I like. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, that was kind of loud. Yeah, I enjoy, you know, sharing things with people I love. So, if you're into musicals or don't really like musicals, I really would recommend this one. And the actor in it, I'm forgetting her name. I probably should have noted it down. She is... An amazing singer like mind blown i love she did a cover of all too well by taylor swift on her youtube channel and you should definitely check it out i'm gonna try and link it down below if i remember i probably will i always like linking things that i mentioned in the podcast okay next movie is friends with benefits and this was released in 2011 Jamie, who is portrayed by Mila Kunis, is a New York-based executive recruiter who entices Dylan, who is portrayed by Justin Timberlake, an art director from Los Angeles, to take a job at the New York office of GQ magazine. Finding that they have much in common, the two become fast friends. Feeling jaded by a number of broken romances, Dylan and Jamie decide that they are ready to quit looking for true love and focus on having fun. However, complications unfold when the two best pals add sex to their relationship. Man, this is one of those comedies that you see on Netflix or, you know, you hear, you see on the TV. And it was such a refreshing take on relationships. There's not so many movies like this. I think I actually haven't watched Crazy Love in a long time, so I can't recall the plot of the movie. But I'm going to watch it and inform you guys if it's similar in the next um, favorites episode. Or at some point in the future. Okay, that is it for uh, movies. I think I mentioned a lot. It feels like a lot because of the explanations. Now I'm going to talk about books. Man, am I a book... Is it a book junkie even a word? But I have always loved books my entire life. I know I talked about this in a previous episode. But I had to check Goodreads and my notes up. Just to make sure that I've included my favorite books of all time. You know, all my favorite books um, on here. So... My favorite book of all time, this one is definitely like One Tree Hill. It's not like One Tree Hill in terms of the plot twist or the plot line. It's more, it's like a favorite of mine, should I say. Book number one is The Name of the Wind. And this was released in 2007 by Patrick Rutherford. And it's one of my, it's my favorite book of all time, hands down. Every time, I've only seen three people in real life read this book. And I had to go up to them and tell them, this book is amazing. You are you're going to love it. If they're reading it, they always come to me like, yeah, I'm actually really enjoying it so far. So that's a fun experience I have. But The Name of the Wind, also referred to as the King Killer Chronicle. Day One is a heroic fantasy written, fantasy novel written by Patrick Rutherford. It is the first book in the ongoing fantasy trilogy, The King Killer Chronicle, followed by The Wise Man's Fear. It was published in March 27, 2007. Okay, the summary. The tale of 
Kuvothe from his childhood in a troop of traveling players to years spent as a near feral orphan in a crime-riddled city to his daringly brazen yet successful bid to enter a difficult and dangerous school of magic. I just said a lot of words right there, but this book was recommended to me by my uncle. Thank you. If you're listening, I know you listen to the podcast often. Um, I also recommended it to my friend who bought me this mic. Shout out to you. I had to say it again. And when I was saying the word Kvothe, I don't know if you realized I kind of stammered because I had a conversation with him, my friend. I recommended the book to him and he loved it, but he was like, how do you say this name? I was like, I don't know. I've never said the name out loud. I should probably ask my uncle. I will. And um, we were like Googling, but this was a year and a half ago, so I can't remember how it was said on Google. Anyway, this book is such a fascinating and interesting book. I'm actually, a friend of mine has it right now, so I'm going to take it and read it again. It's that good. I'm someone who doesn't like reading, repeating movies or entertainment I watch. But recently, I kind of do, especially if some time has passed and I don't recall the storyline. The next book is The Kaitrana by Khalid Hussein, and this was released in 2003, but I read it years later. When I read it, I was in high school at the time, and one evening when I was on my way home on the school bus, a friend of mine was reading the book, and we both loved books. So I was like, hey, what book are you reading? And she told me it's called The Kaitrana. It's so heart-wrenching and emotional and whatever. I was like, this sounds interesting. Can I read it next? She's like, of course. There's someone else to read it before you, but then you can read it, read it after. I was like, yeah, of course, no problem. So I went home and I was flipping through the channels and I came across like this scene on TV and I was like, this looks like an interesting movie. And then a few minutes in, I was like, oh my goodness, is this, I click like to see what I was watching exactly. And it was the Kaitrana. I was like, I have to read the book before watching the movie because that's how we do it. People who read books before movies, you know what's happening because it can really be disappointing though because you... The book gives you such an interesting, amazing insight and uses so many words to, to describe things. And then the TV show can be disappointing, but it's hard to like watch something and then read it. Why did I just say that? <laughs> that was a side note. Anyway, um, that's how I came across the Kaitrana. So I had to pause the movie and then read the book first. But the Kaitrana is the story of Amir, who is a Sunni Muslim who struggles to find his place in the world because of the after effects and fallout from a series of traumatic childhood events. The the Kaitrana says the story transcends Afghan values of guilt, friendship, forgiveness, loss and desire for atonement and desire to be better than who you think you are. One thing I will say about this book is there was a lot of controversy when I was researching and about Islam and I don't know how I feel about all that but the more you know hey i will say though i'll definitely recommend this book so it's one of my top five favorite books ever i really love how um what's his name khalid hussein really portrays the characters in this book okay my next book this is also one of my favorite all-time faves is i think all the books i'm going to mention here are my favorites except one of them which i'll say so the next one i'm going to say is the seven husbands of evelyn hugo oh my lord i read this book in november was it november or october and it was amazing it kind of this is the book that got me back into reading this last year for me saying this year last year and it was released in 2017 the seven husbands of evelyn hugo is a historical fiction novel by american author taylor jenkins raid and published by the novel tells the story of the fictional old hollywood star evelyn hugo who at the age of 79 gives a final interview to an unknown journalist, Monique Grant. I'm not going to say too much about it because I don't want to give you spoilers, but go read this book. The next book is Verity by Colleen Hoover. And I know I talked about this in a previous episode, but the Colleen Hoover hype has been around for a very long time. I haven't journeyed on the hype, but I kind of have after reading this book. Man oh man, this book got me into reading. Like, it propelled me. The Seven Husbands of Hugo. I read it after I read The Seven Husbands of Hugo. And I was like, why the heck did I take this much time to read this book? And now I'm like, I need to read more books. The tricky thing about books is, um, it's tricky to find books that suit your personality. Because sometimes, some books do be trashy out there. Wow, the sky looks amazing. I can't really see the moon from where I am right now, but it kind of looks... The- you know, okay, how do I describe this? The window of the car is foggy, like the front part of the car. But this, from this side, the window, this clouds look pinkish with the blue um, sky. 
okay let me get back because i'm getting distracted okay so verity i'm going to read the blurb for you a famous author named verity is medically unable to fulfill her contract and complete her series of thrillers creepy novels told from the villain's point of view jeremy who is verity's husband and the publishing house are willing to pay an absurd amount of money for loan to finish the series yep that's it that's what i'm gonna say so the next book is sunshine girl and this one i would say it's not one of my all-time favorites but it's a very interesting take on juliana margulies's life and she is an actress who is best known for her role the good wife which is also one of my favorite one i really love the show i wouldn't say one of my favorites i feel like i'm overusing the term right now but the good wife and she's also known for acting in er which was a series from the late 90s to around 2009 and george clooney was also in it but this autobiography or biography sunshine girl really she really goes in depth about her life her childhood her mom's erratic behavior her traumas and her experiences being an actor and it's so fascinating and interesting she also touches on religion and you really get to see her take on relationships and different elements of life highly recommend i really enjoyed it the next book i'm going to talk about is americana by chimamanda ngozi this was released in 2014 and it was a gift from a cousin thank you cassandra if you're listening to this um americana tells the story of a young nigerian woman ifemelu who immigrates to the united states to attend university that's all i'm gonna say the next book is also a gift as you can tell my people love gifting me books this one is called lying in wait and it was given by the same person who bought me this mic so shout out to you it was released in 2016 the birthday gift the blurb of the book is on the surface lydia has the perfect life wife of a respected successful judge mother to a beloved son mistress of a beautiful house in dublin that beautiful house however holds a secret and when lydia's son lawrence discovers its secret wheels are set in motion that leads to an increasingly claustrophobic and devastating dark climax yep that is a thriller and one hook of an amazing book i am not someone who enjoys horror we will tell as we progress with the whole with more favorite episodes but i really do enjoy psychological thrillers so this is an interesting book okay we are done with the tv shows and the movies let's talk about my songs what are my favorite songs that i've been enjoying recently i listen to so many different types of songs if you listen to my episode song prompts you can probably tell that playlist that i created doesn't even capture how much of a wide range i have but these are the songs i'll say there's there's one on this list that i haven't included on the list but i listened to today and really reminded me of how much i love the song so i'll say that first the song is my favorite part by mark millenarian grande um I listened to that song a few years ago but I really love how there's so much love in that song and yeah go watch that song I'm going to I'm probably link all these things below so go look at the description box for this episode because it has so much stuff and you'll find the link so you can go watch so song number 1 my favorite part by Ariana Grande and Mac Miller song number 2 is I am woman oh my god I came across this song when I was listening to Megan Markle's podcast Archetypes but it's her theme song for her podcast but i love how soulful and energetic the song is i listen to it on my walk if i need motivation during the day go i am woman i am fearless i am sexy i am divine i love it song number 2 is she love me i mentioned this in the song prompts episode but i've been loving it a lot song number 3 i also talked about is numb by khalid and marshmallow all my brothers and parents know the song of head like <laughs> because of how much i sing it i literally we have a dance party in the sitting room and dance to this song the next song on the list is go crazy by leslie odom junior oh my goodness this is such a jazzy dark soulful like i think of new orleans when i think of this song do not ask me why you're going to have to go listen to figure out <laughs> why i just said that then the next song i have is on the move by zamir and mark indigo This song is more chill, but I really like the lyrics of the song. And then of course we have Nonsense by Sabrina Carpenter. I'm talking all around the clock. I'm talking home nobody not. I'm talking opposite of soft. I'm talking what that you got to keep up with me. I got some young energy. And then the next song we have is Fine Line by Notes and Mabel. I absolutely love this song. It's 
it reminds me of like 2018 times and that time of my life like uk grime um it's a cool song now that we're done with songs we're going to talk about podcasts i'm a podcast junkie so i really had to think about my favorites at the moment so these are the podcasts i listen to when i'm going for my walks in the evening and i'm just chilling Podcast number one is Welcome to Paradise by Sophia Kelly. And she is a 24-year-old creative who talks about everything and anything on this podcast. I really enjoy how real and authentic she is. I think that's what draws me to the podcast um, every week. The next one is The Real Real by Natalie Babu. I first came across Natalie Babu on YouTube. I don't even know how I came across her, but she's a YouTuber I watch frequently. I'm subscribed to her, so not I don't I haven't watched all her episodes, but I do enjoy watching her content, especially when she used to live in New York. She's moved to Miami right now and recently went through a breakup. <laughs> Where am I sharing all this information? Okay, yeah. So she recently went through a breakup and she kinda talks more about um like healing and the breakup journey. And also she recently created her own company called Rala. So she's become a C- CEO and her content has become more CEO focused, which is not what I'm interested in right now. Is what I was trying to say. I think I was trying to explain why I watch her and what's happening. Um so in her podcast, I do really enjoy her podcast too, especially the solo episodes she does where it's just her talking. When she doesn't do solo episodes, she usually brings people on and she brings all sorts of people which I really love. She brings CEOs, she brings professional people who are professionals in different aspects of um, their life. And she also brings on her friends and they just talk about stuff, which is cool. So I do enjoy those episodes. The next episode I'm going to recommend, I mean, the next podcast is The Korean Vegan. I also came across The Korean Vegan on YouTube because she creates cooking videos, vegan cooking videos, might I add. And she adds um, Korean vegan food clearly the korean vegan but she was a lawyer for a very long time and decided to pursue her dreams of sharing vegan food online and she does it in such a beautiful way um if you like asmr i would recommend you watch her videos it's not even asmr in terms of the sound it's more asmr in terms of the like you know how those tiktok videos or shots or like reels you see on the internet where people are like oh my goodness yes it has the sound but how pleasing it is to see like vegetables chopped or like all bottles arranged in a certain way and things being filled. So that element of her cooking is very pleasing to look at is what I'm trying to say. Um, the other thing that really I really admire and love about her content is she is a master of storytelling and po- the way she describes things, she literally uses poetry. There's no other way to say it. It is so beautiful. So if you love poetry, go check go check her out. Speaking of poetry, someone else who you might enjoy is the, the podcast Diary of a Romantica. It's similar to the Korean Vegan in terms of, as I just said, if you like poetry, they have a similar, they have a way of words that's so amazing and um, cathartic. I don't know if that's the cathartic. Like it's really, <laughs> it's really pleasing to listening to to listen to because. The way they describe and capture moments, it makes me visualize it in my head. And sometimes I catch myself rewinding. Sometimes I catch myself rewinding often just to hear what they have to say or how they said it. Because how they phrased it, it's absolutely beautiful. The next podcast I have is On My Mind by Ava Jules. I love her YouTube. I I came across her podcast first before her YouTube channel, I think. But the vibe... On my own podcast, it's kind of similar to my podcast where I ramble a lot about what's on my mind and I say how I'm feeling and what's happening. And I don't give advice necessarily, but if you like my podcast, you're definitely going to enjoy hers. So go check it out. The next podcast I'm going to talk about is What's the Juice? This podcast was previously called the Pillow Talk Podcast and it's a couple who's on there, Alia Zaita and Yoni Koto. I first discovered Alia on YouTube and I really enjoyed her YouTube videos. She does vlogs about her life when she was in uni. She's currently, when she was doing her internship, she's, she's currently a full-time social media um, strategist, I believe. And Yoni is a photographer. He works in a restaurant um, as his part-time job I think I don't know what's happening right now in their lives but that's how they described it <laughs> a few episodes back when I was listening and um, they're a couple they're of, di- they're of different ages so she's in her early she's 23 I believe and he's like 30 or 31 and 
they talk about different topics and give their different perspectives. What also makes it more interesting is she is from Bulgaria and he is from... No, she is from Romania and he's from Bulgaria. So they have different cultures and different um, experiences in life. So it's so fascinating hearing their point of view and how they view the world. They talk about, they have, season one had over 52 episodes and they just released season two. They changed the name of the podcast to the, yeah, so from Pillow Talk to What's the Juice. And What's the Juice is now like live on YouTube where they have, they like record themselves and push it up on YouTube. It's a fun dynamic between the two and the vibes are immaculate. So if you feel like watching or listening to such a podcast, that is the one for you. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed season one. Like I listened to each episode every week, especially episode two. I believe they released last year around June. I remember telling one of my uncles, like, listen to this. The vibes is insane. Going back to what I said about what I said earlier about me sharing stuff with people oh my goodness i looked at the time and it i thought it was two minutes two hours and 25 seconds i looked at the time and it said two i thought it said two hours and 33 minutes and i almost freaked out because i'm like how did i just talk for that long and it doesn't feel like i've been talking for that long but it's just the one hour okay the next podcast is goes without saying and this is the hosts of the show are sophie and wing I knew this podcast for a long for a while due to another podcast I was listening to who mentioned them and but I'm not gonna lie I started listening to them more last month in December especially when they released Podmas and I binge watched I binged listened I binge listened to the Podmas episodes and previous episodes that of topics I was interested in. I like the dynamic between the two, the sense of humor. They're very British. Um, that's what I'm gonna say. So I vibe with that. And also the content they give is very real and authentic. Um and they're huge Taylor Swift fans <laughs> which I like. Uh, so yeah, if you wanna go listen to that, that's a nice recommendation. The last ep- the last podcast I'm gonna recommend for this episode is Podcrushed and this is by Penn Badgley. If you've heard of the name, if you're familiar with the name but not sure who that is, he's an actor. He acted in You and um he acted in You and Gossip Girl, very famous shows. He has co-hosts on the podcast called Neva and Sophie, who I believe are his friends. And the podcast is about they interview celebrities and their friends. A major segment or portion of the podcast is they focus on the guests they bring on, how their middle school life was. So some people like focusing on high school or how people how their childhood was. They focus on middle school and believe it's a fundamental time in people's lives. Specific episodes I really enjoyed by that podcast is with Justin Baldoni, Jenna Ortega and Shay Mitchell. Those three are the ones that made me like subscribe to the podcast and really listen to it i really enjoy the sense of humor especially with pen because he has i don't want to say peculiar but his sense of humor is elite and i also like the vulnerability of the shows i'm drawn to people who are authentic clearly the podcast called authentically blue i really like when people are honest about the experiences and what they've gone through because we're human you know i've talked about this a lot you guys know the deal um so yeah that's it for podcasts now I'm going to mention a few YouTube channels that I enjoy. So I won't go in depth. I'm just going to mention them and then you can go check them out if you want. YouTube video number one is Heinz. He does videos on motivational stuff and he's very chill and calm and zen. The vibes are vibing. So I would highly recommend. I also really like Hayley Road Bieber's youtube channel she does segments where she brings on her friends or guests and they talk about projects they're working on or just do like um fun challenges like uh fun challenges so go check that out another youtuber i enjoy watching is doobie doobop i don't know if i said that correctly but she is also a youtuber who focuses on cooking and she is currently planning on opening a restaurant and is sharing her journey on that Another YouTuber I like is Kelly Stamps. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she became extremely famous or went viral in 2020 during the pandemic. She um, talks about... How do I even describe her? I don't know how to describe her. I'm just going to link her down below. I enjoy her content and her sense of humor. We also have Ava Jules, who I mentioned earlier. She's the host of On My Mind podcast. Okay, we have My Farm. 
and she is a youtuber who's been on youtube for a very long time i'd say 10 years or less than 10 years but i discovered her a few months ago and <laughs> she did vlogmas so i've been i binge watched a couple of her videos as well um she does daily vlogs and does entertaining vlogs let me put it that way someone else i like who does vlogs but focuses on fitness is melanie patricia cruz i'm gonna link her down below i'm gonna link all of these down below into like segments so like podcasts movies tv shows so if you want to refer back and listen you can do that another youtuber i enjoy is colin diaz i i don't even know how i came across her content because she is mostly a fashion um a fashion She's into fashion, makeup, hair, and I'm not someone who's really into these things, but for some reason, I like her content, especially the vlogs or her music. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing she does. I like her music taste. She does. She used to do YouTube videos where she talks about her current favorites. <laughs> Ironic, because that's what I'm doing, but with music specifically. Okay. Another YouTuber I really enjoy watching is Michelle Choi. She does relaxing vlogs and day in my lives so that's a fun one to watch the last youtube i have on here i don't even um oh, second last one is anthony resanello i think he's italian but he is a dating coach on youtube who reacts to couples who are dating and they could be famous they could not be famous okay most of them are famous because who not in an offensive way but no many people are interested in other people's lives unless they're well known or known for something so the last video i watched of his was with machine gun kelly and machine gun kelly and fudge one second i cannot believe i forgot her name um just to fill in the void i'm gonna sip on my minute made apple that i have here machine machine gun kelly let me just google this real quick she's actually a really famous actress how did i how am i forgetting her name ah uh, ah uh, yes it's megan fox so the last video this guy did was machine gun kelly and megan fox he reacted to the relationship and whether he believes it's fake or not he's done so many people he's done kim kardashian and pete davidson is that how i say it? man listen it's almost 2 a.m okay if i'm pronouncing names correctly please do not mind or give me some grace so he did kim and pete he has done um who else ashley and kelly the youtubers he's done megan and harry prince harry and megan markle he's done so many people courtney he's done different kardashians and he's done he's also done courtney and um travis which is i haven't watched but yeah he's an interesting one i like watching okay Dun, da, da, dun. the last youtuber i have that i really enjoy is madeline 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 eagerji eagerji i'm gonna link her down below i'm gonna link all of them madeline eagerji eagerji i don't know how to say that correctly but she does podcasts in video format literally in the car and she is very authentic and real she talks about how she's interested in women and all these different topics that are very controversial at some point but she talks about breakups and she talks about um friendship breakups which is something i actually want to talk about i know i mentioned it in the last episode she does all these different topics that she finds interesting and she wants to talk on she's also on tiktok she's a famous tiktoker which i did not know i came across her on youtube funnily enough Okay, I haven't been on YouTube as much, on TikTok as much, so I suppose that makes The next element or aspect I have of my favorites, webtoons. What is webtoon? If you don't know what a webtoon is, oh my goodness, my leg keeps slipping. If you don't know what a webtoon is, it is, it is home to thousands of stories among 23 genres, including romance, comedy, action, fantasy, and so many more. If you think about it, these these cartoons, so the uh, the authors of these um almost said what but the authors of these webtoons can draw like cartoons or animations and then explain the story. So it's similar to a comic. That's the simplest or easiest way I can explain. So some of my favorite webtoons, I think I'm gonna mention five of them. Hold on, it's loading. Wow, I've really talked about a lot. I'm just scrolling around to find the list. And um, we've done podcasts, we've done YouTube. Okay, webtoons. 
I'm going to mention five of them, I think. The first one is Law Olympus. All these webtoons were recommended by my friend, by the way. Shout out to you for listening. I literally texted him like, hey, send me more webtoons to read. Um, I want to get back into that. So number one is Law Olympus. And this one is a romantic, is a romance webtoon. And it's mythology. I'm just going to read the blab. Witness what the gods do after dark. The friendships and the lies, the gossip and the wild parties. And of course, forbidden love. Because it turns out the gods aren't so different from us after all. Especially when it comes to their problems stylish and immersive this is one of the this is one of the mythology's greatest stories the taking of persephone as it's never been told before this is a mythology type of romance and where the hell oh yeah this is a mythology type of romance this is a mythology type of story that they talk about but it's very interesting and amazing i really enjoyed it so if we do like a mythology you're going to love this one. The second webtoon is True Beauty. This is also a romance webtoon. After binge watching beauty videos online, a shy comic book fan masters the art of makeup and sees her social standing skyrocket as she becomes her school's prettiest pretty girl overnight. But will her elite status be short-lived? How can she keep her real life a secret? And what about that cute boy who knows her secret? Mmm, mysterious. The next one is Unlovable Replacement. This is also romance. When his relationship went down the drain, Chico started to develop a weird relationship with a local delivery girl. I think after Low Olympus and Tributi and Unlovable Replacement, these top these are my top three for sure. It's so it's romance, but there's a lot of comedy to it and it's very relatable. Yeah, it's very relatable. That's the best way to describe it. The last webtoon i'm recommending i think i I think that's four yeah i forgot the fifth one and i can't be asked to like find it right now but here we are is my deepest secret this is a thriller having a handsome kind and caring boyfriend like elios means the world to emma even a look at him makes her heart flutter but little does she know about a secret lies deep in the relationship what is this said secret Okay, that is it for the webtoons. Now I'm going to do my miscellaneous things and I'm done with the podcast. My God, this is the longest podcast I have done so far, which is insane. Unless I bring guests on, I don't think it's going to be episodes this long. If you've listened to this, if you've listened this far, you really are a regular one. So shout out to you. Okay, my miscellaneous favorites. The one that I wrote down in the beginning of this episode is a hair product that I use, which has run out i'm so frustrated it's called garnier hair mask and it's a three-in-one it's like a conditioner a a hair mask and you can use it as just put it in your hair like oil and it smells heavenly i literally had a little bit left and i put it on today because i needed my edges to look snatched because i feel put together when it's that way and it smells heavenly it smells divine and I went to him like, mom, I don't think I can find it in Kenya and I need to, I'm going to order it online because this is amazing and I'm getting it for you too. Um, that's how much I love it. The second thing I wrote down was a face mask. It is a charcoal face mask that I put while I was waiting for my laptop to charge in order to record this episode. I put the face mask on and my hair mask and then I chilled downstairs with my dad as we talked about sports and how Arsenal's doing because a friend of mine called me and was like, hey, How's Liverpool doing? I was like, mm. <laughs> I was going to say fuck off, but I realized I started cussing on the podcast, but I'm not going to cuss right now. I told him to sod off and I we proceeded to talk about Arsenal and how apparently we're denied two penalties. Okay, another random favorite I have been enjoying recently is riding my bike in the, riding my brother's bike, correction, riding my brother's bike in the sunlight during the day. I talked about this in a previous episode, but it brings me so much joy. If I'm not riding with my brothers, I put on my headphones, which are massive, and blast music in my ear. Blast music in my ear and enjoy the ride like a crazy human being. It's amazing. And I, I'm someone who really enjoys singing, so I don't even know if I'm singing or riding. But hey ho, they're going to enjoy my voice <laughs> as we go along. The next one is Evening Walks. This is something I've been doing consistently for the past six 
six months that's great um four months i would say four months especially during the sunset when the sun is setting it's heavenly i literally i posted on my instagram last week how the sun looked actually this week yeah um this week how amazing the sun looked so it's gonna be on my highlights if you want to go check that out my podcast instagram not my personal instagram both are linked down below I have been enjoying playing games with my brothers. We have been playing a game called Animal Kingdom. If you don't know what Animal Kingdom is, you grab a piece of paper and you write down, you draw four lines going down the page. And then at the top, you write name, place. So place is an, animal. I'm so tired. Place is city or country. And then you put, the next category is animal. And then at the end, you put down uh, food. And then somebody, if you're playing with three people who are playing, I tell, let's say there's three people in this car with me. I tell person number two, start. And then they say the alphabet in their head, A to Z. Whichever letter they stop at, whichever the letter they stop at is the letter that we, let's say they stop at B. Everyone writes down a name with B, a place with B, a food with B, and um an animal that starts with b all the four categories i mentioned earlier so i've really been enjoying doing that with them because it also boosts my general knowledge and we are all very competitive so you can imagine we also like playing cards but cards not as much because it's more time consuming so if we do have more time we do that another thing i've been doing is watching movies with my brother i really wanted to watch like the harry potter series with them this holiday but mm, we did we weren't able to because they traveled and um it's just been busy, but I'm going to do that to them every weekend while they're in school because they've opened school right now. The other thing I've been enjoying is spending time with my parents. Literally, before I recorded both episodes, both this episode and the episode for last week, I sat down with my parents when I had my hair mask and face mask on and just chatted with them. So I asked them how she's doing at work. I asked my dad how he's doing and we vibed. It was amazing. Just the three of us. I like it when my brothers are included also, but you know um having one-on-one -on -one time with them is really nice something else i have enjoyed doing is dancing to music when i lived alone i used to put music like my headphones on and just sing my heart out like a crazy human being and just dance and vibe in the room but now i haven't been doing that as much and sometimes when i'm cleaning the house or doing certain things i put when i'm cleaning the house i listen to music of course or a podcast but Sometimes when I'm in my room, I just pop on my headphones and have a like 10 minute dance party by myself. And I love dancing, but I don't like dancing in public. <laughs> so, so that's the difference. There's a difference. However, it's fun to do that. So that's something I've been enjoying lately. Another thing, of course, singing. I just mentioned that. Lastly, something I've been enjoying doing for the whole of last year and recently is writing down what i'm grateful for every single day it makes me it humbles me and reminds me of how lucky and grateful i am in whatever aspect it is in life and forces me to be thankful for at least one thing okay that is it for this week's episode it's extremely long but i'm so happy i recorded it now because i don't think i'd have the time and energy to record it again um recorded any at any point this week because it was extremely busy i will catch you on the third week of january with an exciting episode my first ever guest ah oh, so exciting and if you got this far i'm gonna give you a sneak peek as to what's coming i have the episode i just mentioned my first guest and secondly somebody is gonna interview me for an episode and i probably will release that as a fine finale for the season one bonus season but we'll see and this person knows me like no other person knows me in this world so that's an exciting thing to look forward to thank you for tuning in and i hope you have a beautiful and blissful week goodbye catch you on the in the future